0: Welcome to the Panic Attack Recovery podcast, an ongoing source of practical strategies and tips for anxiety and ADHD. We're a collaboration of former sufferers helping those currently struggling with anxiety, panic attacks, and ADHD so they can express their true competencies in life. Now, here is Matthew, your host.
1: Thank you again for joining me for another podcast from PanicAttackRecovery.com. Today I'm talking about a subject that often isn't handled that well, necessarily, by anxiety and panic attack sufferers. But it's certainly something that, if handled properly, can be a real benefit to recovering from anxiety and panic attacks. I'm not saying that in and of itself it's going to solve your panic attacks, but what I am suggesting is that it's a key component. And I'm talking about anxiety and time management, really managing your time. You know, I, I know I certainly didn't handle time management that well when I was trying to recover from panic attacks. And really, I think for this is the case for most sufferers. They tend to spend their time often worrying about getting everything done that they need to do or trying to find time to please others. But, you see, most sufferers typically do not take the appropriate time for self-care. And usually the common is that they don't have the time. For instance, having a huge to-do list. This list can literally take over your life. Often this list is filled with all kinds of uh, obligations to other people, you know, things that you're promising to do, and it just leads to so much anxiety. But also, you know, not having an organized list, in other words, having to totally rely on your memory at the same time, can nag you all day long, and can actually exacerbate your anxiety, which leads to a panic attack. So this is really sort of a dilemma, in a way, isn't it? So really, what is the answer then? Well, the answer is organizing your time and tasks in a way that ensures you have a balanced daily life. I'm talking about balancing your personal, professional, and family activities in not only the most realistic and efficient manner, but also in the most beneficial manner to you as an individual, because you have to put yourself first And really, you put yourself first because the best that you can be is the best that you can be to others. If you want to fully benefit or serve others, then you have to take care of yourself. And if you don't have your own health and wellness, then it's not going to translate into much of a benefit to others if you don't have your health, is what I'm saying. Now, of course, you're probably thinking this isn't necessarily specific to sufferers of anxiety, panic attacks, and agoraphobia, and you're absolutely right. I mean, it applies to anyone. Balance is something that you need to uh, have in your lifestyle. It can improve your life in countless ways beyond helping to reduce your anxiety and panic. Things can really begin to flow more smoothly. You are more productive, but overall you feel better about yourself and you feel better about others around you and your environment. So you, you become very relaxed and you can become more comfortable in the moment because your mind isn't constantly racing okay, what do I have to do next? And stressing over, did I remember to do everything? Because you keep track of things in an organized way. And you, you balance your time out when you're planning it. So practically speaking, as an anxiety sufferer, how do you go about injecting balance into your life? You start by recognizing that you only have 24 hours in a day. Pretty much a cliche to say that, but it really is something that you have to realize. So you need to decide... What is the most important thing to do in your day? Keeping in mind that you need to have adequate time for self-care. Also, you need to schedule self-care breaks throughout the day in a realistic manner. What I mean is find out when you can take a break, even if it is just a quick break, to do some breathing exercises or other positive visualization exercises, or even practicing cognitive behavioral therapy on your thoughts throughout the day. Learning to sometimes just take a time out, not even necessarily doing any special self-care, but rather just doing nothing, literally, even just for a short period of time is a must. Because often the anxiety sufferer will feel guilty or anxious about doing nothing. But there's no need to feel guilty. You should actually feel glad that you're taking some time to, to sort of be still with yourself and be silent. Nothing is that important that it takes 100% of your time. You can always inject these little self-care rituals throughout your day. And and it's good to spread them throughout the day. I wouldn't just say, okay, I'm going to put it all in one time during the day, but I would try to spread it around a little bit. Now, keeping on the subject of doing nothing for short periods of time, you know, in the beginning, this, this, this is probably going to be hard and you'll probably resist it, but you can actually grow into an activity in which you become comfortable just being without having to do something. This is sort of like mindfulness. If you think about mindfulness, it's often taught for people with a variety of different uh, issues. Uh, mindfulness is something to work on. And it's really incorporating sort of a Zen approach, if you will, uh, into modern times. And it's into didactic uh, therapy. It certainly can be helpful to take these time, timeouts probably seems to you very over, overly simplistic, and you're probably saying, okay, yeah, great when I have time, but no, you you need to, this is the most important time to do these things. When it doesn't appear that you have the time, and when you feel overwhelmed with anxiety, that is one of the keys that can can turn your life around, because you're being proactive, and you're taking control of the situation. Now, I would suggest that you use a notebook or other source to document uh, ideas also that come you throughout the day because what you'll happen is you know it's not even a matter of doing nothing you'll often have ideas solutions to problems will come to you other ideas that you, that might help you towards your own self-care your recovery of anxiety and panic attacks these things can all come to you when you're being still and in the moment and you're taking this time out of the day you're, you're not wasting your time now you're not doing the time out though just to get the ideas and solutions to your problems this is just an added benefit Another key is don't overload your day, but keep your schedule light. Better to have extra time than not enough. So that will certainly help lessen your anxiety if you have more time uh, within reason. I'm not saying, you know, you you don't set a schedule for most of the day, but I'm saying that you, you want to overestimate the time it may take to do certain things. Because if you've known one source of frustration in your life, you've probably known that, oh, there just isn't enough time Even though I've planned the time, there just isn't enough time. So if you can be a little more generous with the time initially, I think that will be better. And any tasks you are working on uh, which are more difficult uh, should really be broken down into manageable units or chunks that can be done over time versus trying to accomplish the entire task at once. So if you have some projects you're working on, or any task really for that matter, break it up into chunks. And you'll feel much more relieved as you do one chunk. And it's far less overwhelming to just have one or two chunks to work on it at a time than it is to try and look at the whole big picture at once. Often many people report uh, that they do their best work by accomplishing uh, larger tasks as a series of smaller ones. So this is anyone who is you know, working throughout the day, working on special projects at home, uh, or their regular professional life. By breaking your tasks into smaller ones, you can be more productive. It also helps if you have a tendency to procrastinate or become anxious because you obsess over details. Breaking things down into chunks, that is. I would encourage you to go back and and listen to the podcast and and write some of the tips down. And um, I think if you incorporate this time management concept into your life, and particularly around ensuring you have self-care time throughout the day and it's balanced, and you're balancing your other activities, it will make you feel better. So I really appreciate you listening to my podcast, and please come back and join me again. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to the Panic Attack Recovery Podcast. Make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast, and please comment and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All show notes and links are accessible from our website. Please visit our site and subscribe to our free newsletter at panicattackrecovery.com. All information has been provided for educational purposes. Please consult a healthcare professional about any disorder or condition and the applicability of any information provided in this podcast.